Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Great news. Macy's has everything you need for all your summer occasions, including the perfect outfit for graduation, your summer trip, or that end of the year summer wedding. I have one of those. It is formal black tie. Yikes. They're going to help me out. I'm also getting really excited for summer with Mac. I'm going to go to Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for my guy. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. They have all the poolside essentials. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. 5432. You're not saying the one. I am not doing it. Do you I, know when, when we start an interview and they do that clap thing? I still have no idea why they do it. I don't either. Joel Santos, this one's for you. He always does it, and I either try to put my tongue right through it, it's, and I also think it's like the gator chomp. <laughs> hi, everyone. Yeah, hi. Welcome to our tangents. This is usually when we sit down with <laughs> Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, do we have a ton of questions for you? Aloha and mahalo. Melikaliki Maka is the thing to say. Um, my love of life. We always tape our podcast on Mondays, so this will air later on in the week. But yep. it was Memorial Day weekend. Did we have a good time? What's going on over there? We had a good time here. We uh, we let off some steam. Can we can we talk about some news and notes before we get to the highs and the lows? How about the news? And I think I tipped you off of this earlier of the match with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hell yeah. I know. I need an invite the to Montana for this. Attorney. Mm-hmm. Well, you're always welcome. Sexy. This is what I want. I mean, we can't work the event, obviously, because it's on Turner Sports, which I'm jealous. Fox, why didn't we get this? Can Charles Barkley please just be out there and be the roaming I guess, reporter on the golf course. You can't call it a sideline reporter. What do they call those reporters out I, there? I don't know, but put him anywhere. In the bunker, in the trees. I mean, where's Waldo? Just get him yeah. out on the links. To the windows, to the walls. Well, I mean, uh, this all guy. these. Yeah, I'm so it. excited about it. I mean, Tom Brady. You're going to be my there, husband aren't and you? I, yeah, we're, we're going to be there. Very much looking forward to it. Um, you know, we could even do a live podcast during it. Aaron Andrews reporting here from the match in Big Sky, Montana. Um, That's what I'm but Tom, about. Jarrett, and I were saying this guy, this freaking guy, he didn't stop. He was just putting the zingers out there on social media. Who, like, so it was amazing. That? I was going to say his social media is next level. Like the second he left New England, 
that shit just like ramped yeah. right up. There was the cartoons that came out, all that stuff. Well, according to the media, I'm in love with Tom Brady, which I you have always <gasps> Way been. Way to go. Well, I mean, fine. Kyle's like, so I didn't know you were that into Brady, huh? I'm like, I am now. I mean, I just, I'm so turned on by winners. And like when he went, look, I always loved him in New England, fine. Yeah, you did. The whole thing. But when he mm-hmm. went to Tampa and it was like, watch me work. It was so hot to me because I just love somebody that, you know, I I refer to this statement a lot, but Ray Lewis said the difference between great and greatness is an individual is great and greatness is making everyone else around you better. And like, that's what I saw. And granted, of course, the defense was phenomenal and all the other parts, but that, you know, Brady, Brady factor. So I'm excited to, I'm jealous that you're going to be there for it. I when is it again? July 6th. Jared okay. Stoll. I mean, it's etched into the wall. That's the funny part. Yes, the the uh, the clickbait, the newspapers had fun with you throwing game at Tom Brady. That's not what you were doing. Read yeah, the article. That's not what you were doing. My favorite is when people come after me and they're like, oh, you're always commenting on Tom's IG. Aaron's just trying to shoot her shot. No, that's mm-hmm. not me. Have you met my husband? He wears the cologne. He wears his outfit. Like our household is obsessed. We love yeah, him. First of all, you guys he's a are friend, also friends with him. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just the freaking man. I mean, the, exactly what you said. Like we obviously loved him when we met him and he's in New England, but exactly how he came and just laid it down and slayed in Tampa. It was like, okay. okay. I'm on board. Mm-hmm, yeah. You do mm-hmm. you. I'm so highs it. and lows of your week, how like you look like you had a time at the lake. Well, I look like I have a lot of foundation on is what I look like when I'm in this reverse. I don't even it's one. It's Stop this it. new. It's this new um, like sun. Glow. I know but you have like a glow happening for you listeners. This is Weird. very boring, but it looks like I just went to the Mac counter and tried on all their products. Um, yeah, I did. It's, in I had a little gals weekend up at the lake. Cute. Of course, you're always invited, but you have um, a lot of other friends, which I don't know if I'm into you having other friends. Whenever I hear you say like, <laughs> oh, I was with my girlfriends, I'm like, I don't like you having any other friends other than me. Um, that said, fun time at the lake. And then I came back and house and home. I converted my garage into an office. So, so exciting. That's finished. So the Can't only see it. low is... Um, I, I think that I'm not being a very good wife and I need to work on this because I'm Uh-oh. getting now that COVID's over and we're back into our independent lifestyles, like I'm getting back into that. I need to make a concerted effort to spend more time with my husband since we're bi-coastal. Right, so I'm going right. to work on that. And I'm going to, um, my as my therapist said, I need to throw on a dress every now and then and be the lady in the relationship. And um, okay. so, yep. So I'm going to work on that. That's my low because I um, was just being irritable for no reason. Reason and I shouldn't do that. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on that. But is this that. more of like throw on a dress and make some dinner, which by the way, sounds so incredibly sexist no. or like, what is it? Softer. What are you, what's your first step? Yeah. Okay. And my, and my therapist is great. The reason, and it's not like sexist or anything that is just more of like the softer side of Sears. Remember that campaign? Anyone that's like under yeah. the age of 40 doesn't. Um, yeah, no, I think I just, sometimes I'm going back into my, and you can understand this, like our independent ways where I'm like, I yeah. don't need anyone. And I'm like, okay, there's a, you know, so I'm going to work on that. But that's my yeah. side tangent. So that was my low um, to just be more cognizant that, I guess, when you get married, there's another person in the relationship. Got I it. know. So that's what I'm doing. What Did, about you, babe? Was SPF not available at the lake this weekend? I no, mean, I it saw wasn't. Some pictures. Look at Red Rope. I'm going to have to go and get a lot of lasering. Look at this burnt situation. Yeah, you and can't I be doing better. that in your 40s, by I know, the way. I Stop know it. better. I just hit the table and Daisy got up. It's okay. The dog. Um, the dog. My dog. Yeah, it's a little red. 
Don't you hate it when you ever get like burnt and someone's like, oh, you're looking a little red. I'm like, ah, it'll be a tan. Don't worry about it. But this is also a lot of laser treatments then. That's also, by the way, what I used to do on the daily growing up in Florida. And now I'm paying for it now with just this skin and uh, yeah, all the laser treatments. Um, Yeah, tough week in the Andrew Stoll household. I feel like I, throughout my life, well, not my life, but over the last few years, have not been shy with my battle with cervical cancer and so forth. And there's a lot of things you deal with after you have it. And infertility is one of them. And um, it was a devastating week, to say the least, in our house. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I think I shared with you last month that a couple of videos, right, on Instagram as my voice quivers, so cute. Um, oh, and people are very embarrassed to talk about this stuff. And I was joking with you this week as we were kind of going through all my crap. And I was like, you want me to be another spokesperson? I'll be another spokesperson. What is like, what movie or what um, show is that from? What do you want from me? But yeah, it's like, <laughs> Flipped to my husband this week and it's like, shit, here we go. I'm another freaking spokesperson of something. But I think what makes me so mad and pissed off about this whole situation is that people are so embarrassed to talk about this and they shouldn't be. And, uh, you know, I'm excited today for our guest coming up because it's about stress and anxiety and the stress and anxiety and disappointment and grief mm-hmm. in our house has never been bigger. And, um, that's my low. My high was um, my group of just people, and this is my husband included, that we were able to talk to about this. And again, what's so crazy about this whole journey for us is that we learn so much, so many people deal with this and we learn that they are afraid to say something. And we are so lucky to have mm. the core group of people that we do, you included. Um, I walked my dog the other day and called you and bawled my brains out. And um, you were just, you listened, but then you gave me a stern talking to and I appreciated it. But also like the men that have reached out and uh, that's very much to do with my husband's circle and just getting texts from them and their Mm. heartbreak for us was huge. But I will tell you this, when there's another high after this, um, if you are dealing with this out there, and men included, talk to your people. I mean, we're talking so much about mental health today. You cannot keep this in. You Mm -hmm. have to talk and lean on your people. And even though it's like a really sensitive, horrible subject, like your friends, they will understand. And um, two girlfriends in my life, Carissa Thompson and my other girlfriend, Megan Mitchell, I just bitched to you the other day and bawled to you. And then I texted Megan and I bitched to her about something. And you both said the same thing to me. Okay, you know what? You do have it in you to continue. Let's pretend you're TB12 and this is your freaking Super Bowl and let's fucking go. go. And I said to both of you, my God, you both know me so well to bring it back to Tom Brady. So there I am shooting my shot again. (laughs) I will also tell you another high was as shitty as we felt in this house this week, we turned on the Friends reunion and it was so good. And we Mm. both said, thank God we watched it. Did you watch it? I did. And first of all, I want to commend you as, and um, now I'm going to cry because I just love you so much. And good friends are like extensions of, I remember when you and I got in a fight and I started crying and when we got in a fight and you're like, why are you crying? I'm like, because that's like how I like convey, like how I care about people. But I'm just proud of you to 
go through everything that you're going through and I'm always here for you. And, uh, you know, like anyone listening to this podcast, hopefully you have those people in your life because when yeah. it's not when things and are good, them. it's when things go bad, you find out who's yep. there and I'll always be there for you. And, and very similar to, you know, what you said, I, I'm going to be there to give you a big hug, but then I'm also going to yeah. pick you up off the floor. And sometimes that's a little tough love. That's even one of yep. my marriage, but it is that thing that, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just, I just love you and I only want, you know, the best for you, but you have a, a tremendous amount of support and you are running a race, but that race ain't over. Like I told you, so yep. maybe we're on mile 24 and it's not, we're not at the pace that you want, but there's a couple more miles left here and I'll be there to carry you over the finish line if you need to. So just know love that you. you being open about, you know, it's, it's easy to stand there, you know, and work the NFC championship game and your life looks perfect and your husband and you've got this perfect family and all this stuff, but it's fake like hair blowing in the wind. Ha- yeah, right? dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. but your ability to be honest about what it is that you're going through, um, on every level, Aaron, I mean, from what has happened to you. And, uh, anyways, I just, I just really want you to know that uh, your openness helps way more people than you realize. Even me, you know, I, I've now looked at my situation and, and been like, okay, I need to get yeah. going on some things because, mm-hmm. um, so thank you for being vulnerable and just know that, you know, you've got a tremendous amount of support and anyone listening that's going, whether it's infertility or, or any issue that you have going on. And we'll dive into that a little bit more with our guest, Caroline Leaf, Dr. Yep. Caroline Leaf, um, that awareness about mental health. And, you know, we, some of the athletes that we love, right, uh, the Dak yeah. Prescotts of the Big world, time. who you just can't help but root for, stands up there and, and says, mm-hmm. I'm going through this, or his brother, you know, passing away and, and the vulnerability on that that stage, right? So it doesn't matter if you're the quarterback of the Cowboys or, you know, you in the position that y- that you have, everyone needs to be open and honest about what they're going through. If they, if they can, some people like the privacy, yeah. but I'm just saying that your openness helps more people than you realize. So thank yeah. you for that. Um, and bringing it back friends, to friends reunion, that's what it's all about is your group, right? Your group. Yeah. And what, what I realized in watching it last night, and I was a fan of the show. Did you just spit that plastic out? That was like the pretty woman. No, gum I, thing. I was, I was fake kissing Howie. Um, oh, that looked like you went, yeah, like with the gum. Have you ever done that before? Nope. Anyways, um, all the I time. digress. The Friends reunion. So I was a fan of the show, but what I right. didn't realize until last night watching it is that group was going through something that like nobody else knew, right? And so yeah. their bond, like even when they said that they did that huddle before every show, I said, you stop it right now. Like that mm-hmm. is, you know, it was just, it brought it back to like your circle that you have around yeah. you to support you. That's a huddle. The sports, we love a huddle. Like bring, bringing the group of people you love together. I just loved everything yeah. about it. What was your favorite part? Um, I was just going to ask you that. My favorite part, I think the thing we're all texting about with each other is... um First of all, I liked Lisa Kudrow so much more. Not that I wasn't a fan of her, but she was so lovely in the reunion. And I don't know, I guess, like, I don't know. I just love she her also so much looks more exactly now. exactly the same. Yeah. And um, I know her makeup artist, Brett. Good job. Um, great. What was the other one? I mean, I think what everybody's freaking out about was that Ross and Rachel really had a crush on each other. And it's like, so I immediately look to see if he's married right now. Duh. Sorry if you're dating him and, you know, you, you're a fan of the show. But I was checking out to see if he was uh, married because I was like, there's still a chance. 
And, right? and all the behind the scenes footage of like them cuddling on the couch and then everybody saying, oh, we knew y'all were crushing on each other. <gasps> Stop it. Why are, Why is this not happening? Move over, Harry and Meghan. I mean, this would be like yeah. the couple of all couples. And now the Brad thing, I've always wanted the reunion of Jen and Brad when they're at the Golden Globes and that touch and the thing. And I was like, oh my God, maybe there's a chance. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that's happening. So Ross no. and Rachel are, are, I mean, can you even freaking imagine if they got back together in real life? Um. Yeah, no, it'd be amazing. And the other, Matt LeBlanc was hot back in the day. Like he yeah. was freaking hot. Yeah. Those and photos I, of him. I also liked his, I loved the stories of the auditions. Yes. Where it was like, yes. and I, all I could think about is like, wonder if you were someone who like auditioned for those parts. And I like know. Marta Coppin's like, we couldn't find anyone. I'd be like, well, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, imagine or imagine being like the person that they called back and it was like between you and Chandler, whatever. And it was like knowing that you were so close. Talk about life changing. But now yeah. I mean, now I can't imagine another character because that's just the way it works. Mike Mulvihill, line one, one of my favorite guys um, at Fox. He basically, um, he deals with all our ratings. He mm -hmm. knows how to schedule our games. I'm not doing him justice with his title, but he's my dream. I go to him for demo numbers, ratings numbers. Jarrett and I, after we watched the reunion, we just started looking up the whole thing about their contracts and when they all held out together so they could all be equally paid. Mm -hmm. They were all paid in this particular article we read, two to $3 million to do the reunion show. HBO Max's subscription subscriptions went up 600% Holy when the French shit. reunion came out. They're fucking money. You think? They and like, are. Remember when James Corden at the beginning was like reading off all the numbers? He's like, it's been seen in like a hundred, or the show's yes. been watched a hundred billion times. And even their faces were like, I need to know what those residual checks look like. 200 million, no, 20 million a year. No. Each. Shut up. I'll be there for you. Uh, yeah, always. And uh, we went to brunch today with our buddy that is a former producer. And he was saying, we, you know, we're talking about how they sat out and they all made a million per episode for that seasons was... nine and 10. And our buddy reminded us, you guys keep in mind, that wasn't when it was just 10 episodes a season. They were doing like 22 episodes. So also, uh, you do the math. 17 years ago, a million dollars is now what? Right. 10 million or whatever it might be. Yes. I mean, that's crazy. Okay. Next show, you want to see them do something like this, which is the next worthy show for something like this. For a reunion? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I think that you would say Seinfeld. Like, isn't that your, that's more your like. Seinfeld or I would want, and I know they're doing a whole like reboot, but I really would love Sex in the City, but you have to have Kim Cattrall there. You need to have all of the parties there. And they need to be honest about the nonsense. Yes, Mary. Like, yes. That's what it's like. If you're going to do mm -hmm. it, then sit down and be on. I mean, look, look at what yep. you look at what you're doing even on this podcast. Like, I know that when we even talked about doing a podcast a couple of years ago, I was like, do it if you're going to be you. And remember, yeah. even some of our, our wonderful Russell Wilson said that to you. Aaron said that yeah. to you. Roger said that to you. He's yeah. like, okay, we're going to mm -hmm. do a podcast, but you have to be you. And right. that's how I think about these reunion shows where like even them yep. saying about the Ross and Rachel thing, like, that's I all. know. I love that. But are you kidding me? And Jane and I never are thought about it, but James me? Corden was on to something. Are you telling me nobody on that that uh, like cast Slept was having together? sex with each other? Come sure. on. They were all freaking hot. They were all probably partying together. Like, tell me nobody hooked up. Who do you no think? No freaking way. I, I bet you it was a Chandler Monica uh, situation. I bet you they did. Matt LeBlanc had to be hooking up with someone. He was hot. But who? 
I don't know. I also see him being like the like hot. Remember Joey Lawrence? Uh, I may have hosted a show with him. Splash. I'm not bragging. These are just Cute. facts. Remember yeah. on Blossom how he was like the hot, dumb brother? Like yes. Joey was like the hot, dumb friend. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, are you into that? Uh, I no. don't know. But one more thing I'll say. Since we've watched the reunion, we've had the Friends repeats on nonstop now. And I'm curious how much those numbers, you know, I love oh. a rating, have increased. It's like when a, an, an artist dies and everybody goes mm-hmm. and listens to their music and you see the spike in numbers. But yeah, we've had it on all day in the house. It's a great point because uh, yours truly, who peripherally, I liked Friends. If it was on, I'd watch it, but I didn't yeah. seek it out. Now I feel excited to go back and watch it, yeah. knowing like the behind the scenes and the backstory and the whole thing. Also, how money are those co like the co-create, like the executive producers uh, and the creators and the writers? Like, Jesus. Oh, I also liked real quickly, I liked when Jennifer Aniston's um, producer on the show she was working on was like, oh, that show yes. won't make you a star. And then James Corden, he's so good. He's like, oh, we have that producer here tonight. It was so funny. She got like yes. all embarrassed, like she was going to have to confront him. But people yeah, were I'm mad he was on that show. I thought he did a great job. Like, who well, was I don't mad? Know what your problem is there was like this whole like ordeal where people were like pissed off that James Corden was hosting it. I thought he did a freaking phenomenal job. I loved him. You know what those people need? They need Dr. Caroline Leaf in their life and a calm down award. Well, exactly. We are going to dive into all things mental health and awareness with our next guest. Sign me up. I need it all. Um, You and your vulnerability, which again, I cannot overstate how much I respect you for doing that. Um, We'll figure out why the mind works the way it does. Um, She's coming up next. We have a lot of questions for her. This is the Calm Down Podcast and Ross and Rachel, please get back together. Make us happy. I'll be there for you. We shouldn't sing. I love the one where at the end, like where they showed the reenact. Oh my God. Having them do the kiss one when they were script reading it. I like the one where it was like, my eyes, my eyes. And then she was like, we're just so excited for you to get in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't want to see Ross and (laughs) uh, Monica. And then he jumps up. Those table reads were really cute. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Well, I know Aaron and I are very excited to welcome in our guest, Dr. Caroline Leaf, 38 years and then some of uh, experience in, you know, the well-renowned neuroscientist and best-selling author that you are. Uh, that is a title that Aaron and I will never have um, in terms of neuroscientists. <laughs> we, are, we are humbled by your presence and we can't wait oh. to speak to you about all of the things. For those individuals, Caroline, that don't know your background, would you mind just sort of explaining to, uh, to our listeners how you got into this incredibly impressive field? Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. I always love to share and it's such an important topic to talk about people's minds because that's what drives us. So basically, I'm, a, as you said, a cognitive neuroscientist and communication pathologist. What I study is psychoneurobiology. So what that means is I look at mind, brain, body. And I started off 38 years ago in a time period in science where they didn't believe the brain could change. And mm. I was being trained to work with people with brain damage. And I just remember my one neuroscience lecturer saying, well, the brain brain can't change. So therefore, when you work with traumatic brain injured patients, you are going to have to just teach them to compensate. And that just like I said, no, I'm sorry, I cannot deal with that. I said, if you think of it as humans, we are always having new experiences. We're learning, we're changing. And that makes logical sense because in the 80s, they believed that the mind was separate from the brain. So that they got right, but they didn't believe the brain could change. So they just thought, okay, well, it doesn't matter what you do with your mind because the brains are going to change. So just teach compensations. It's very illogical. So I challenged that and they said, okay, well, that's a ridiculous question to say the mind can change the brain. So prove it. So I, so I said, okay, well, give me the worst population you can think of, the most difficult population, not worst. And they said, well, work with traumatic brain injured patients who have mm. been in comas for longer than eight hours because that was considered irreversible brain damage. And I took wow. them on and I started doing research and my first like major study was with a subject who had actually been in a coma for two weeks and had been told by her neurologist that she, her parents had been told that she would be a vegetable. Literally, those were the words. Thank God they don't use those words anymore to a patient's face or to a parent's face, but they did. And those parents contacted me because they heard I was doing this kind of research and they said they cannot just give up on their child. They've pretty much been told to give up, but they didn't. They had stuck with her. She came out of her coma. They had done their best to stimulate her. They'd brought her home and even coming out the, the coma and functioning at whatever level. Long story short, that was a miracle. She was 16 at the time of her accident, 17 when they contacted me. She had lost almost her whole of her 11th grade year and her peer group was going into 12th grade. Her desire when they came to me was to get back into 12th grade and to finish 12th grade. 
her doctors and her teachers all said, why are you even trying that? She couldn't even cope on a second grade level. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I was a new scientist, young therapist, in, new in the research, believed totally that you could change. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's, I mean, let's do it. Let's try. And within eight months, that girl, three times a week, and I say this, I saw her three hours a week. And within eight months, that young girl not only had gone from second grade back to 12th grade, but she finished 12th grade with her peer group. And she did better in her grades than she did prior to her accident. She battled like crazy with math, was a very average student prior to the accident. Post-accident, she was a math genius. She, her IQ score, not that IQ score says, much, but I had it done by a neuropsychologist who does it in a specific way. And she was basically on the genius level. She, prior to that, her IQ was average. So here we have someone who was average student, average IQ, average intelligence, kind of just, you know, going along, has a terrible accident, is written off by the medical community. And by using her mind, she becomes a math genius, goes and finishes school, goes to college, goes on to make a life for herself. And that was one of hundreds and then thousands of cases. So that really got me going. And I did what that was is I showed neuroplasticity. I showed that when you deliberately use your mind in a specific way, you're going to change your brain. Your brain is substance. It's physical substance and it is driven by the mind. So it's the thing or process that helps us to experience life and the mind uses the brain to convert that experience into a way that we can actually express that experience. So in other words, we are having an experience now. We're having a discussion about this topic of mind, brain, mental health and all the things we get into, but that is being absorbed by taken in and processed through think, feel, choose and all these photons and all these gravitational fields and things which is mind and pushed into the brain and the brain responds on an electromagnetic, and I've got a brain here, electromagnetic, chemical and neurochemical and genetic level. And everything I'm saying is growing in your brain as trees from me being the source. I'm supplying the information and your listening is going into the root system, like a tree for the listeners. I'm holding up a little tree in a pot and the root system is in the pot, but that root system, you plant the seed, which is the name of the podcast, seed. Then as I'm talking, those are the roots, the root memories. It's the source. So the roots are the source of the experience. And then the branches, this is so cool, are your interpretation, your thinking, Mm. feeling, and choosing, which is based on your identity of the information. And then all of this together, at the end of this conversation, you now have this knowledge in your brain as a tree, in the gravitational fields of your mind as waves, and in the DNA of your body, changing your actual DNA. Because it goes mind to brain, brain to body. So now let's say it's a toxic experience. He has a toxic tree. So it literally, the thoughts look, they look like trees in the brain. That's why I use these analogies. And so this is now this wiry one I bought all the way from South Africa. (laughs) Um, This is now a toxic version. So this would be, let's say, COVID. There we go. The pandemic. There's your pandemic trauma tree. And it is a trauma. We've changed our lives. We don't know what's going on. So the root system is right from when it started and all the uncertainty and the news and the media and your own experience and the isolation and whatever happened to you, that's all in the root system. As the root system grows, you interpret. So each day there's something added and you're adding to, so the ranch memories 
are how you think, feel, and choose about those. It's easy to wow. understand something like sexual trauma because it's so insidious, but generally there's this, there's the trauma and you always experience, interpret, experience, interpret. And the interpretation is literally our identity. So this is toxic. So our identity is toxic. So someone who's had mm. sexual trauma, they tend to see themselves as shame. I deserve pain. I'm bad. It's my fault. Because those are the standard kind of ways that someone will think when they've gone through that you have to change when someone has gone through major sexual abuse because it's such a distortion. So that's, that then is how the person then shows up. So if this is undealt with, this is real in the brain. It's protein tree-like structure in the brain. It's in the mind as these waves. It's in the DNA of our body. So when something triggers this, the whole experience comes back. And that's why we have the somatic, the body experience. The body keeps the score, that kind of concept. And so you that's why with someone yep. who experiences trauma, they will get the trigger. The trigger brings back all the data, all the emotions, the interpretation, how they see themselves back to the root. And it's all drawn up from the body to the data in the brain with the, the feelings and stuff. And then the, so the body's the sensations, the brain is the data of the, what happened in the feelings. And then the mind is the whole experience. And it can be 10 years, 20 years later, but the experience comes back. And until this is deconstructed and reconstructed into something healthy, this is controlling and it is real. So the immune system of the brain and body recognize this as real and will send out in exactly the same way as the COVID virus is got the weird protein. And we all know that this weird protein stimulates the immune system to fight it, which we all understand. But do we realize that that toxic trauma that you've experienced is also a physical tree in your brain? like the COVID protein, different protein to the COVID, but also protein. It's real. What I'm saying is that this is real. So your immune system of your brain, it, as much as it will fight anything that's threatening your survival, a toxic thought is also threatening your survival. So the immune system will also fight this, responds in the mm. same way. So we get the whole physiological response. So, I mean, that's a, a long answer to your question, but essentially <laughs> yeah. that's kind of, that's what I've studied for 38 years. And what I try wow. and do is I've got the whole therapeutic application, but I work very much now in trying to bring this to Everyone, because everyone has a mind and everyone needs to know how to manage their mind. And we need to be teaching this in schools from young. I'm taking you to every dinner party I have. Because <laughs> no no guests right. will be bored. I mean, I could listen to you talk for hours. And you talk about the therapeutic application. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that what you're talking about with these five steps in your book that you go over with cleaning up your mental mess? Can we talk about what these five steps are all about? Because your book's coming tomorrow to my house, but I, I'm ready to go. Like, let, let, I mean, do you want to go over the Cliff Notes version of this? <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. So... 38 years ago, when I started in the field with that patient that I told you about, I thought, how am I going to be able to show this helpless person understand what is a thought? What are, the, what are memories? Are they the same thing? Can you build them? Can you change them? Can you rewire them? How do you change your brain and how do you change your feelings? So that, those were my questions that I was asking. How can I help her get back her social, emotional, cognitive functioning? And um, so in that process, I studied sort of the whole neuroscience side of all this stuff and the psychological side and the combination and came up with a five-step process. And basically, the neurocycle is like Amazon. It's like a delivery system enabling you to manage your mind. So it's a mind management delivery system where you use your wise mind, which all of us have a core of who we are is wisdom. It's survival. It's love. It's all on neurobiology. Everything is designed for for that. We see that in quantum physics, we see it in physics, we see it in neurobiology, psychoneurobiology, all this stuff. And uh, we see that we are, as humans, we're wired for survival. Just having an immune system is because we 
we're survival-oriented. We are optimism-oriented. And we're drawn towards that to fix any imbalance that threatens that. So um, essentially, the five-step system is a delivery system for helping you to recognize and see, hey, there's an imbalance. There's a threat to my survival. And how can I find out what it means and how can I fix that? And so essentially, this toxic trauma is going to produce signals. And that's your non-conscious mind, because you have different levels of mind, your non-conscious mind sending a warning signal to your conscious mind saying, hey, wake up, like an alarm wakes you up, like a fire alarm tells you something is going on. There's always a source to how we are expressing ourselves in our emotions, four areas, our emotions, our physical sensations in our body, our behaviors, and our perspective of how we're looking at life. What does it mean to be human and to be alive and this thoughts, memory thing? Because at the core, whatever you do, you're still a human. That's our core. What is our core humanity? And what sort of level of regulation do you have? So that is kind of the background that the system developed out of, out of a need to understand that and out of a need to give a patient in a severely extreme state of traumatic brain injury or Alzheimer's or autism or learning disabilities or something like that to help them as well as me and my kids and everyone else because we've all got a mind. Your mind never stops. I mean, you can go three weeks without food. You can go three days without water. You can go three minutes without oxygen, but you don't even go three seconds without your mind working. It's your engine. And if you're not regulating it, your mind is going to be shuffled all over the place because this mind that drives everything has two major components, two sides to it. One is the messy mind and one is the wise mind. This is the simplest way to understand this. And the wise, the messy mind is both of them are completely normal. We've all got them and they're both fantastic. The messy Mm -hmm. mind is how we experience life. Like we don't know what's coming up. We don't can't control events or circumstances. We can't control people. We can't control what happens to us. We can only control what happens in us. We can only control our responses. So not being able to control is all the messy mind. You're basically an experiment in action every moment of every day because you don't know what I'm going to say next. You don't know what's going to happen in the next moment when you finish this podcast. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So the problem comes in in that we've got so caught up in technology and neuroreductionism, which is focused on the physical and the brain, 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 and sort of like trying to get an external goal that we've forgotten about the process of self-regulation, which is oops, I've made a mess. It's okay to make a mess because we have been trained to hide anything that we have deemed weak. Meanwhile, everything that is supposedly weak or toxic is actually a really beautiful, helpful messenger. It is your non-conscious mind and your brain and your body trying to actually dissipate this toxic energy so that you can survive. But instead of us welcoming those in which Eastern philosophy actually does, and um, I show this with my research too, and there's a lot of research in this field showing that when you embrace these emotions and these behaviors and these perspectives that are toxic, when you embrace them as messengers, as opposed to trying to hide them as bad things, as symptoms of a disease, you completely shift your neurophysiology. So as I learned all of this, I realized I have to create a system that's going to help people to get into the right mind management process, that they can learn to manage their mind for the big stuff, like the big traumas that all of us have trauma. There's no one who's exempt from trauma. We all have depression and anxiety. Just it's different degrees at different times of our lives. And sometimes it accumulates and we crash and other times we can keep going because there's a normal level of anxiety that we all have. And then there's extreme versions because of extreme situations. But all of those are not diseases. All of those are human responses to just being a human in life and the silly things that happen in life and the nice things that happen in life. It's all our responses, but everything's a message. So when you have peace and calm, 
beautiful message. Absorb that, grow that, focus on it, which is what sort of meditation and those kind of things do. But don't be scared of the bad stuff because they're also telling you something beautiful. So what we've got to do is help people in those different states and ourselves, because all of us have this to different degrees at different stages. We've got to level the playing fields, tell ourselves it's okay, and manage those processes. And that's what the neurocycle is. It can be used in a heavy therapeutic sense, which therapists do, and but you don't have to be a therapist to use it. You just have to understand the five steps, and anyone at any age can understand them. That's why I bring out the books. I've got an app as well called the NeuroCycle app that we're always growing and adding more stuff on and everything to help people. But it's basically a delivery system for how can I stand back, observe these signals, and how can I become a detective, find out why I'm doing them, and then how can I reconceptualize them? The abuse happened, the trauma happened, COVID happened, the loss happened, the grief, the bullying. It has happened. It's happened to you, but you can change and reconceptualize what's in you and change how it plays out into your future. Does that make sense? No, <laughs> no, it is. It is. And, and, and we said it, you know, to start, we were so excited to speak to you. Of course, um, you know, Mental Health Awareness Week shouldn't just be limited to a week. It should be, you know, your, a, a constant. It's our lifetime. Yeah, it's our it's lifetime. Like, exactly. Every day. So that's why we wanted to take this opportunity to sort of expand upon that. Um, n- knowing that we don't have as much time with you as we obviously want. Um, is there, When you mentioned the five steps, I mean, it says they're simple, scientifically proven steps. Um, are they bullet points or are they something that you can, you know, get the thesis statement or what are those five bullet points can give, that people yeah. can put in their pocket and take with them daily? Absolutely. So essentially you can use, it's, if you think of it like this, it's, as I said, it's a delivery system. So it's basically just a way that you organize your mind about everything. So the easiest way to learn the system is to practice using it for something like a toxic habit or a toxic trauma. So start at this point. Okay, what is a pattern in your life? Start there. Like think, whoever's listening, just think, what is a disruptive pattern in my life at the moment? All of us have got something. Actually, you probably find that you can list maybe five or 10. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Start with number, the one that's like, that you'd rank as the highest problematic disruptive um, feature in your life at the moment, pattern, okay? That's a good place to start. Then once you've identified that, then you stand back and you say, okay, this is a very normal human reaction. There is nothing wrong with me. I'm going through something. Even linked to, let's say it's an addiction. Maybe you're addicted to something at the moment. Maybe you like an alcoholic or you um, into drugs and that kind of thing. Even that is not that you are diseased, it is that you are using that as a coping mechanism. So there's a reason why you feel the need to be drinking at this stage or taking drugs or over-exercising or under-eating or over whatever. Everything we do always has a reason. So you've got to tell yourself, that's the pattern that's worrying me and there's a reason why I'm doing it and it's okay. That's my messy mind trying to deal with life. But I have a wise mind. Everyone has this at their core. We call it wired for love in literally in in. There's no structure in the brain or the body that is wired for not managing the mess. We are wired to make a mess and manage it. We're wired to make the mistakes repair and grow. We're not wired to not make any mistakes. That's a ridiculous goal that we've set in the self-help industry that you can always be positive and you can always attract positive things and just say 10 positive affirmations and say 10 gratitude statements. If you Start your gratitude diary, but you haven't dealt with your core issues. You are going to shift a little bit, but you're actually going to fall back because you're just trying to slap a band-aid on a bullet wound, as one of my friends would say. So essentially, you come into the neurocycle with the attitude of, it's okay. It's okay to do this. Humans from the beginning of time have done lousy things and have battled or have been victims of terrible things. All of us 
need the opportunity to be able to express our story because everyone has multiple stories. And the longer we suppress it, the more we are going to die younger. And just before I dive into the steps, we are in an era now where we've been the most advanced technologically and medically wise, which everyone knows. But what we don't know, which is not being spoken about enough, is that Despite that, the decades trend of people living longer has reversed. So even prior to COVID, people have been dying 8 to 25 years younger than they should from preventable lifestyle diseases in this modern era. Can you believe it? So from wow. 1996 to 2014, they picked up this trend and it's from preventable lifestyle disease. So people are dying from stress-induced diseases. We've established the link between unmanaged mind and toxic stress and physiological damage. If for every unmanaged toxic thought, the vulnerability in your body increases. And over time, that increase, it gets more and more and more. Eventually, you can be 35 to 98% vulnerable in your body to disease from unmanaged minds. And that's what's happening. People are dying from cardiovascular events because they've just never had a chance to really process the issues and then they are developing addictions and overall under-exercising and eating the wrong foods and all of that combines to a lifestyle combination that creates chaos in your heart packs up and that's unnecessary. We know enough to not have that happening. We can live full healthy lives. Even when we're sick, people can live pretty full healthy lives because that's been shown as well. So the neurocycle comes from all of that angle and it's so important that you come from that mindset. So essentially, it's very systematic. It drives the brain. I've actually got a chart in the book and the chart breaks down the five steps. It's a very simple overview. I'll see which page it's on. If anyone has got the book or is getting the book on page 181, but there's a chart that has the five steps in the middle of the book. And I say, Step one is this, and then it does this in the brain, this in the body, this in the mind, because those are three different things. And so the first thing is that whole mindset stuff I've just given you, that come in with that attitude, this is helpful. It's so critical. I cannot stress that enough, because if you don't, you're going to come into the neurocycle concept, beating yourself, being unkind to yourself, and already 1,400 neurophysiological responses are working against you. So your resilience is already dropped. So for example, if you think, oh, well, I'm bad, and this is terrible, and I'm sick, and I'm brain dead, I'm crazy, I'm this, and I'm useless, and I'm shame, and you know, I've got to do this, and there's another thing. I've got to do. And if you come in with that, one of the 1400 responses that will happen is that the blood vessels around your heart will constrict. And instead of constricting and relaxing and constricting and relaxing, they'll stay in a constricted state chronically. So for a long period, that'll decrease blood flow and oxygen to your brain, which will decrease your ability to think clearly and increase your chance of a stroke. Jeez. So that's not a good thing. And then, then you get another signal to your kidneys to increase the salt water in your blood to constrict the blood vessels again, which is supposed to only be a temporary thing to have a burst in blood pressure and then it's supposed to relax, but then it doesn't stop. So you get hypertension, your blood pressure increases, and that also increases your risk of stroke. And cumulatively over time, these things just break down our body. But if we come in and say, life is so hard, this has happened, that's happened, and we're all honest about it. 3% of leaders are only talking about this. If 100% of us were saying, I had such a lousy day, this is difficult, I'm going through this in my life, and we all accept it with each other, it becomes the norm to be able to express and support and get it out, we would find a much healthier society. We wouldn't have such broken identities and so on, because you're all trying to hide behind this veneer and pretend everything's cool and wonderful when it's not. And it's, and it's okay that it's not. And then just to get down to the practical brass tax roots. This cycle works over 63 days. One of the things that I did research is how long does it take to actually break down a memory and to change it to that it's the new memory, sorry, thought, thoughts are made of memories. That's a thought. And then all the little branches are the memories. So memories are different to thoughts. Thoughts, the concept, the tree, and then the detail is in the memory. So the feeling, memories, data, memories, what happened, that's all roots, branches, etc. Okay. So it takes 
21 days to actually build a memory of a concept. Okay, so 21 days to, to build something. So it takes 21 days also to break it down then. But that's not a habit. We've always been told that habits form in 21 days. That's a myth. It was just a myth that's been promulgated. It's not science at all. It takes an average 60 to 66 days. Right? I found in my research 63 days, but give or take a couple of days on either side. And it's three cycles of 21. And the first cycle is where you identify from the signals to the root of what's happening and you deconstruct and you reconstruct. And that process takes about 21 days and sometimes you only do part of it and then you have to do another cycle then once you've created got to this point you then spend another 42 days turning this into a habit because this is hard work and you don't build Rome in a day you can't fix it in one cycle each day it's designed that your brain does a little bit each day that's how you are sustainable and it can take a bit of discipline to get yourself back into it like if you've got no exercise routine it takes your and it's the same principle operating but once Mm -hmm. you've done one cycle it changes your life completely because you suddenly see hey I feel depressed but I don't have to stay there it doesn't have to affect my whole day my whole life my every relationship I can actually manage this. I can get through this. You also, it's such a relief because it's okay to feel like this. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a broken person. I'm not a brain disease person. I'm not crazy. I'm just a normal human who's going through life. This is just a signal. This is just a response. There is a reason. So the first step then is, is to gather awareness. The second step is reflect. The third and fourth are right steps. And the fifth step is an action step that disciplines you to not ruminate. That's basically the essence of it. In the first step, which is called gather, awareness. Gather is every word, every description has been very scientifically tested. Gather is an agency giving word. It's an empowering word. It means that I'm not being, having, I don't have all the apple trees falling on my head of life, you know, all sitting under the apple tree and everything's falling on my head and I'm overwhelmed. I'm not doing that. I'm actually standing back and I'm selecting, I'll pick that apple today. I can only deal with that apple. I'll gather that one. I'll put that in my basket. I'll become aware of that and I'll deal with that today. So it's a gathering of awareness to that you control the process. Now, there's four basic areas that you gather awareness of. But before you do that, you need to prepare your brain. So as you sit down and start the neurocycle, if you do the app, you'll see there's a two to three minute little preparation exercise. And that's the breathing stuff and meditation or tapping or havening or like all these little different exercises that change your neurophysiology and bring your neurochemistry into balance and balance the two sides of your brain. And they don't fix anything. They just increase awareness and they prepare your brain and body for the work. So I call all of that brain preparation. Mm-hmm. And then so you can do it in your life, but then do a little brain preparation before. And then you dive into the five steps of which gather awareness is the first. I wish I had all the time with you. I think that that's exactly why it's important for everyone to go out and grab this book because there's so yeah. many layers to reversing the neuro cycle and reversing, you know, even why we wanted to have you on today. And again, thank you for being here was to reverse the stereotypes and the stigmas that are attached to mental health and that there are so many layers. And as so you've many. demonstrated in your, um, your plant analogy, the root system. So it is so important for everyone to educate themselves on that because we don't want those kinds of plants in our mind. Um, cleaning oh, no. up your mental mess, the five simple scientifically proven steps to reduce anxiety stress and toxic thinking caroline leaf thank you so much you also have your podcast which will dive into this even further i um i'm uh, uh, first of all i didn't even know there was a difference between brain and mind until speaking to you so i most people don't so (laughs) yeah so i i uh, i have a lot of things to explore and you've done an incredible job of educating our our listeners and viewers in a short amount of time i know that i now want to scratch the surface further so thank you so 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 much thank you my pleasure Thanks for having me on your show. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Calm Down Podcast, and I will not calm down about the education Dr. Caroline Leaf just schooled us in. I, Whenever I hear someone like that, and I know you probably feel the same way, I'm humbled by like, I don't know anything. I mean, I didn't even know the difference between a mind and a brain, but I am so curious because, I mean, Aaron, our background in sports, you know, you hear it all the time that this thing, it's sports are 90% mental and 10% physical. And, yeah. you know, players' ability to compartmentalize things that are going on and then have their actions follow. I just, I, I definitely, I mean, I couldn't understand everything she was saying because she's so smart, right. but I'm curious to, to dive more into her book. And I know that it's important for me to get out of my head with certain things yeah. and understand why we think the way that we do. How did you feel about it all? Well, two things. Um, the brain is very interesting to me because, I mean, I married somebody who <laughs> had a lot of head injuries. You know, we're mm -hmm. around guys that have done that. So I'm always curious about like brain and mental exercises and things like that. Um, you know, and I thought that was so refreshing story she first told about somebody that suffered an accident Crazy. and getting them back on track physically as well as mentally. I love the fact that you can go in and kind of reteach yourself. So I thought that was huge. I also wanted to ask, but I know we were short on time, uh, just 
I didn't need to ask because I get it. How much you need to take care of your mental, your mentals, Marshawn Lynch, because mm-hmm. your physicals, physicals, yeah, will then follow. You know what I mean? I mean, I yeah. am so convinced, and this is so crazy. And wow, we're getting deep today on this one. I mean, after my whole thing with the, you know, stalking incident, and then I was on trial, my dad, well, first of all, after I was, um, we found out I had a stalker and that whole thing came out. My dad, three months later, was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And I am convinced in my head that was because of the stress that my family was going through. After my trial, which was the most anxiety, maybe besides this week, I've ever suffered in my life, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. And I do believe that. If you, and I do, and I love you, and you've said this to me, and my girlfriends have been saying it to me all week, you keep your shit in, it's going to come out another way. And it's not going to be a healthy way. And I I think I, I didn't need her to say that, but she was getting around to it. And I've got this book coming tomorrow and I can't wait to crack it open mm-hmm. because I, I have such a journey to be on right now for myself and for my family mm-hmm. that I need to get my head clear and right. And I, I was curious when you were sitting there listening to her, I hold my tension in my chest mm-hmm. and in my throat. Were you feeling any any bit of anxiousness when because you were thinking of your own traumas? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't feel it physically the way that you do. I think yeah. I I feel things so emotionally, hence like why when you're hurting, mm-hmm. like I, I cry or like when like, whether we have a fight or whether Kyle or whatever have a fight, like I cry, like that's my release. Yeah. But I think that going back to what you're saying, but that's, that's my, good because right, I don't. Right. That's my release of things. Or, you know, you and I mm-hmm. always talk about it. If we're in a bad mood, go for a run, get on the bike. Like yes. we need to release yes. that. I mean, and, and by look, the way, I've been hitting personal records on this Peloton this week, like nobody's business. I've been <laughs> fucking crushing this shit. This Silver week. lining sister. That's what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a release. Think about it. I mean, I'm no doctor, but like serotonin levels and endorphins and yeah. all of those things. Yep. That's crazy, though. I had never, until you just mentioned it, that correlation between mm-hmm. your health and your father's health and all of the stress. And then I think to myself, like, holy shit, like, haven't you been through enough? And it's that that thing of, you know, my dad always talks about it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to what happens 100%. to you. And when she mentioned that in, you know, in, in even the short amount of time we got with her, I thought about that. I was like, like, that's it's so mental how your next steps of what you're going to do independent of something you couldn't control could define what happens after that or you know same thing for me I mean I had that weird guy that's stalker guy and then I had the you know the the hacking of my phone and all of that stuff that came out and I remember you know my dad being like all right you get a couple days to be sad and now we're next play mentality in this household that guess what there's four quarters there's been a few turnovers some of them not your fault but guess what this game ain't over and you get a choice on if you want to win or if you want to lose. And it's all predicated on your actions and response to it. So I I believe in exhausting all options. And it starts yep. with that mental mindset of this thing ain't over. So, you know, you we can sit and cry about things or we can put actions to it. And so I just sort of was yeah. raised in that more of that, you know, mentality of, um, OK, well, that sucks, but let's go. 
Sounds like a peck talk I got the other morning as I was walking my dog. And you know what's great about that? I was crying so hard with you, and I just had all this crap coming down my nose. I had Howie's leash in one hand. I had the phone in the other and a poop bag in the other. So I couldn't wipe the shit coming out of my nose. Like, I literally walked in the house, and, like, Jarrett was making coffee and getting Howie. And he's like, you okay? And I was like, oh, I just got off the phone with Carissa. And he was like, you need a tissue? I was like, but I got a poop bag full. I love you. And you know what? Life is full of a bunch of shit, literally. But if we can, another thing too that I love about you is there's humor involved in all of this. And we have to laugh because that releases, again, not a doctor, some positivity. And not to, again, this has been a very heavy podcast. But remember when Alyssa got her brain tumor, my niece diagnosed with a brain tumor at six years old, and you were there for me every step of the way, and I was a mess. You know who wasn't a mess? Alyssa, you know what she did? People would bring like, you know, stuffed animals and balloons and flowers into her room. At six years old, she goes, guys, I I don't really need any more presents. Can you just make a financial donation to help the other kids at Children's Hospital? She then went on television and donated a check for other children with pediatric cancer. I said, you know, and now Alyssa's in college and like all of these things. And I just think about her, you know, and how six years old with a brain tumor and other kids are like outside Mm -hmm. playing and she's raising money. I'm like, Jesus, I need to like... Alyssa, your niece, your gorgeous uh, niece. Yeah. And then all she wanted to do was go to Dancing with the Stars and Aaron took her and like, (laughs) it was like the night of her life. But just anyways, I I just love you and you make an impact on people and we're here for you. And I hope anyone listening that's going through anything that they're going through knows that support your, you know, surround yourself with good people and just know that the game ain't over even if you think it is. And watch the Friends reunion if you feel like crap because it'll make you feel so good. Dr. Caroline Leaf, her book is available. I know, Erin, you just bought it. She also has a podcast and I'm going to dive more into how I can be a better wife and friend and all the other things. So love you, love you, love you, love you, Erin. And uh, for everybody listening and watching, thank you for letting us open up. Ross and Rachel, please date. Come on. We will not calm down on that. No. Who was the singer of that? What? The I'll be there for you. What's the? Was it the Rembrandt? Boom! Did you pull that? Fuck! Fucking a! That was sexy. Calm down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. 
Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.